Gentlemen, Hello. here we are. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hey. How's Hello? it going? Hello? Great. It's been a, it's been a oh. week, huh? <laughs> it's, it's been a week. It's what a been week. a week. <laughs> First of all, happy Father's Day to you happy guys. Happy Father's Day. I know it's going to yes. be, you know, we're coming out on Thursday. It's going to be, you know, long gone and long forgotten. Mm-hmm. But I, I just want to say to my two favorite fathers here. Oh, hey. Happy yeah. Father's Day, guys. Likewise, Thanks, buddy. guys. Likewise. Yeah, I know we all... Well. We're all uh, we're all in the same boat as we will, you know. We've all we all have sons. Jay's the only one with a daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick is the only one with three. So I have one child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick has three, and Jay has two. Right. So anyway, got all of our bases well. covered. Yeah. yeah, all the bases are covered. You know, but yep. between us, we have six. <laughs> is that right? God, <laughs> yeah. I never thought about it that yeah. way. Yeah. Holy crap! We've yeah. replicated six times. Yeah. Yeah. That is Holy something. crap. Yeah. Who would have who thunk? That's the incredible baseball team right there. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Pitching the catcher. Yeah. Or a freaking yeah. awesome band. Well, that too. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, a, a, a septet, if you will. Who's gonna be the mm. Who's gonna be the drummer? The sec- yeah. sextet. I don't know. Is is, is Honestly, ben interested? I, you know, I, I I could see Jackson being the drummer. Man, we were listening. Really? We were driving around listening to some uh, Ozzy Osbourne today, and I, I was he loves his Ozzy. I, I was spying him back there, giving him doing some air drumming. All right. You see, staring I, out the window, doing some air drumming. Burglock like, likes it. Burglock likes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick, have any of your kids stepped up to the plate and like really like gravitated towards an instrument? Charlie really wants to play guitar. He's so he thinks he's the biggest, but he's the smallest. Um, <laughs> but he also has such great confidence, and I, and I have no doubt that when he when he does actually pick an instrument up, he'll probably. He'll probably get into it pretty hardcore. I could, I could see that. Siri has, Siri chose bass in elementary school, and, and oh, that's he right. Actually, that's he right. had an upright at the house for a couple of years, which that's was the right. coolest freaking thing. It was like mm. his practice bass. Yeah. But just having an upright in the house was, yeah. was sweet. Um, and he's got an electric. And then, uh, and Cam, Cam has dabbled the piano, and he actually, he's, he's currently right now working on the middle one is working on a topic. I told him. If, you, if you'd like to come on the show, I just need to know what the topic is. We can talk about it. And oh, heck yeah. So he's working mm. through a bunch of different ideas. Um, but, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll, I'll do the vetting. We'll get it We'll get it sorted out, and then we'll, uh, we'll have him on at some point whenever he's ready. Well, I, I would say for my part, Ava is so young that she could go in any direction. Absolutely. Okay. I, she's, she likes strumming the strings on my bass mm. the most right now. So she could be the bassist. If, be. Uh, you know, if if Siri's not stepping up to the plate there. And I think that Ben would, at this point, be either best suited for vocalist. Yeah, I can see that. Or artistic director. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's very concept-driven. You could, so you, yeah, could I, I, you could have him be the like the, like the the Boss Tones dancer, or, or art director, whatever you want. Okay, like the Flavor Flav. <laughs> <think> maybe. <laughs> he's the hype man. Yeah, the that hype is man. Actually, that is actually perfect, Greg. He's there you the go. hype man. There you go. <laughs> nice. Excellent. All right. We got it settled for them. I'm sure that's exactly how it's going to turn right, out. Now they just need to do exactly what we want them to do, which is unfortunately <laughs> not the case ever. Yeah. <laughs> the exact opposite uh, is more like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, okay. sweet. Uh, boys, man, it's been a it's been a crazy weekend. I hope you guys had a good Father's Day weekend. I know, uh, Greg, you're on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, I was going to take a minute and just share with you guys, if you don't mind. Please. Some of the, because I played a few shows this weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I had three shows, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
The first two were with Red Knot Chili Peppers, and then the third one was with the Resilient. We want Chili Willy. Thank you. We there want Chili Willy. Right, we want I think I seen this one last week. I was worried. I did. I did. I was re-recording it, and I didn't think it was fair to edit it in after the mm-hmm. fact. You can. You can. Um, <laughs> actually, that that We Want Chili Willy, I think, was from recorded live on Thursday at Thursday's show in the Poconos. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it was hilarious, though, because uh, so I, I sh- got picked up in around the Reading area um, where Resilient practice by the Red Knots. When we went up to the Poconos, okay. to Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Well, yeah. And uh, to a casino called Mohegan Sun. Sure. And um, that's where the gig was. And when we pulled up, I was like, oh, this is an outdoor venue. And I looked up. I looked up at the sky, and I was like, "Well, oh, okay." You know, it's not like it's kind of cloudy out, but I hadn't looked at the weather at all. I figured I saw. I knew it was a casino gig, so I didn't even bother thinking. Sure. Know, looking at the uh, weather. Yeah, don't situation. expect that to be outside. Sure. No. Uh, it turns out it's like a free concert series in this outdoor situation, and <laughs> I showed up, and I I can see a guy who appears to be the sound guy, and and, uh, I, I, and I walk. I mean, it was nice. It was a nice. Well, yeah, I could just tell. <laughs> and uh, and he's walking up to me, and I'm like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And he's already kind of shaking his head, and I'm like, uh, and "He's like, yeah, listen, I'm really glad you guys made it. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't like our odds for tonight. We're under tornado watch." And I was Ooh. like, "Oh no!" Which, to be fair, I don't really care because I know this is a guarantee yeah. for us yeah. as far as pay. It was a free show, so I was like, "Well, look, by showing up and playing, if we can." We are doing our due part. Doing all you can. I yep. can't control the weather. You know, so. You can control many things, Greg Loman, but I the weather can. is still, this is true. still, still trying. frustratingly still trying. out of I your know, yeah. It eludes him. Yep. Yeah. I, one of the knobs on my amp is supposed to control the temperature <laughs> of the sun, but it's not working. Not uh, working at all. <laughs> but anyway. And um, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bump you guys up a little bit earlier. And we're like, all right, you know, you guys, again, we're here to play. Yeah. You know, this is your show. So instead of starting at 7.30, they had to start at 7. And so we start at 7 and the weather's kind of crummy. And everyone who was coming to the show was expecting it to start at 7.30. So it's like 20 people kind of scattered around. And we like take the stage <laughs> and we're just like, uh, here we are. <laughs> Red Knot Chili Peppers. Hi. But then, so, so, but we play like five tunes, and now it's seven thirty when we're supposed to start. And by now, people have actually come, and it's not raining or anything yet. Okay. So people are kind of are, are trickling in, so to speak. But then, you know, every time every song, I look up, and it's like, oh, it's not just like, oh, there's like five more people. There's like a lot more people, more people, more people, more. Every song, every song, and to the point where I'm like, oh, there's like five hundred people here now. Oh, like wow, wow, this is. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Trying to started out with like a big show. And, 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 and I've never had, I've never had that experience at a concert. Greg. I know. Every time it's the opposite. It's the opposite. <laughs> I, just I know. I know. I understand. And so now it's like around the time where we're supposed to take our first set break, and they see the umbrellas start coming out. And I was like, Ah, here we go. It's the rain. Here it comes. But so we're like, Well, we're you know we we look at each other. We're like, Are we gonna take a break? You know, it's like, Nah, man. Let's like let's keep playing because these people yeah. are they're not deterred. You know, the, like yeah. people aren't leaving. Yeah. So we just keep plowing, you know, and keep playing and the umbrellas go away. And then like, and, and more people are coming. And now, and, and then finally, at one point, 
we look up and there's like a thousand people in front of us Holy and the crap. sky Damn. is like this beautiful orange <sighs> and D- and dave our singer's like we did it like, <laughs> like we're like we're like we dung in there and look at what we get like look at this beautiful sky you know what i mean like da, da, da. and everyone was like yeah you know so and then we just blasted through the rest of the sh- of the set hell yeah and I know what you mean, Jay. I've been there too. This is a very unusual situation. Yeah, <laughs> you know? a big crowd dwindling. Yeah, or like in this type small of crowd stays small, you know. But yeah. this was like the a one time I would say in my career where I'd never seen a crowd go from that small to that big. And so we have we have, we have a crowd shot to prove it, because by the end it was like, oh man, forty-five thousand record a record attendance. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but it was, and even then it wasn't like people were like. It would have been more, you know, like with a right with a whatever. Which, but I was Without like, dude, I, I, I'm not, I'm not complaining. Yeah. The cool thing, the cool thing is, and Nick, you didn't know about this, but Greg sent me some audio from the crowd uh, of that night. We want Jelly yeah, Willie. Oh, yeah. We want Jelly yeah, Willie. We want Jelly yeah. Willie. Yeah, they loved it though. They did. Yeah. What that was cool? Is the guy's voice really cuts through. Yeah. yeah. What was cool is that, uh, so we hung out and met people and signed stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, clothing and, and then, body and, parts. And, and, yeah. And then we were, and then we, we stayed, we, we had a night to stay in the casino and we were like kind of, and all the people from the show were in the casino. <laughs> just like getting high fives, you know what I mean? And it's like, nice. Oh, and you know, oh, that's awesome. they got to be rock stars in a casino. Yeah, exactly. You know, just for the dude, night, you know. That's amazing. You know, and it's like, hey, what's up, girl? You know, she's got like Greg Loman written on her chest. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. And crazy thing, it's different Greg Loman. Yeah. Different Greg Loman. Yeah. 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 I'm like, why does that look? Anyway. Um, dude, that so is awesome. It was, it, was a, it was a fun night. And then we played in a theater in Pittman, New Jersey the next night. And it was like not super well attended because it, Pittman, New Jersey, I'd never heard of it. Apparently, it was like no. a dry town up until like five years ago. Huh. So they're like just starting to get like events happening. Uh, they're all it overdoing started, it. It started as like a Christian camp or like a, like a, a camp ground okay. or something. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But they have this nice theater there. So we got to play and some people showed up in Peppers costumes, like as, as like red peppers. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So that was really fun. And we had a good time, and there were like some kids there, you know, like their first concert kind of vibe. Well, I was having some weird amp issues and oh, ear no. issues. So, oh, like, no. Jay, it was like kind of one of those nights where it was like a, just a tech, like, one of those. It, for some reason, my in ears was just like, like, like staticky. And the amp would at times get staticky. And so I was like, I was like, I don't even know, like, I can't even tell if the amp is up or not right right mm-hmm. because the oh, in-ears are, like my reference is staticky so i can't even tell and, you know <laughs> and it was just a really frustrating night in that way but i still what do you do yeah. in that circumstance take them out or you, you leave them in i did eventually pull one out and i went over to the amp and gave it a good whack and that did it there you go there you go <laughs> you know, it's a high watt it can take it, it right it, well it, this was a this was a deville but it, it, anyway um and then i will say i, I so the, i went straight from there to, and i drove I had a rental car. I drove to Warminster, Pennsylvania, which is like an hour away. The hmm. rest of the Red Knots went to like Detroit and played a, uh, the next night with a sub. But I stayed wow. because I had a resilient gig in Warminster with a 6.30 a.m. lobby call. So I, oh, it, it was, this was like a morning show. Oh, what? You know, 
Yeah. So oh, I had God. to play. So, so the night, a- so the morning after playing the show, and two nights after playing the Bohegan Sun Casino <laughs> show, which went really late, and now I'm at like 7 a.m. like loading in for a resilient show. And um, what time did you start? We started at 10:30. Oh wow! Yeah. But it was a it was a five k. Oh okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, like at, you yeah, were at like was, the finish line. Yeah, and the starting. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a five k. Yeah, it was a five k and a car show put on by a great organization called Operation Ward Fifty Seven. They uh, they knew the band. They knew Dom, our drummer, and they so they invite us because uh, you know for those listening who don't know like resilient. Wounded Warriors are in the band. Yeah. There's a, and so we, we, we often play events that are military themed. It was really st- kind of stunning about this show to me was, and not just our show, but the event was that it was dedicated to the 13 service members who were killed at Kabul airport last okay. year. Okay. Oh, you guys wow. remember when yeah. people were mm-hmm. leaving Iraq? Yep. Yep. When they, uh, yep. Afghanistan, uh, leaving Afghanistan. So I, I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, well, that's great. You know, I remember that day I was moved, you know, to be there and be like in memorial, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was 13 service members. <clears throat> I did not know that seven of their families showed up to this thing. Like the gold star families and they like, you know, and so I was like, oh my God, like this is super heavy suddenly. Yeah. I just didn't know. Like no one told me. Yeah. So yeah, I I think some of our guys knew it. I just, hey, look, uh, you know, know, look at me. You start making Trump jokes. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, I mean, some of the, some, some, some of the speeches, you know, got a little. Mm. Sure. They they didn't go over the top, but there was a lot of political under current yeah. Yeah. you know so then we played the gig and like it was great you know it was fun i mean it was really low-key no pressure like, there was people around but not like necessarily like uh, at the stage watching some mm-hmm. were but like they're checking out the cars they're running the 5k we're kind of like background music you know mm-hmm. it was a great gig for us because we played a lot of tunes and it was just fun nice, nice. so that was the weekend it was just a i don't like as like we were done at one o'clock i went back to the hotel and i just like <laughs> fell flat on crash. my face you know I, I had to crash it was i had deep dreams i was like whoa oh man it was it was gnarly so anyway i started to go on and on no no you're good man it, cool. it was an interesting weekend i felt very satisfied getting to not just play in one project that i'm proud of but two you know like the two that yeah. i put a lot of i, I sacrificed a, uh, practically a, like you know a lot yeah baby you know? yeah so majority so of you're able to kind of and see them, and I feel them both going in the right direction. So right. it's, so cool, it's nice to see. Um, but man, it took the, it took it out of me. So then, got, having the nice Father's Day was really a, it kind of lifted, kind of refilled my well. Yeah, excellent. You know? And now you so. get to push your third project into the stratosphere. You should yeah. check it out. Thanks, Jerry. Correct. You should. Correct. That is correct, man. Excellent. All right. So, well, I know. Say we get intro. this thing started. Let's do, Let's do it. it. Woo. Uh, You're Jay. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, guys. Mm. Welcome to You Should Check It Out. 
This is uh, episode 150. It's our sesquicentennial. Sesqu- you, you said that. It's our sesquicentennial, but it's really not. Oh, it is. It's our 150th. Yeah, but sesquicentennial would mean like the... I know, but in podcast world, we're like 150 years old. Okay. This is our sesquicentennial episode, <laughs> episode 150, yeah. for those of you who don't speak German. Uh, my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we do have an awesome show for you today. Let's see. Nick is going to start us off with some current event type of things. Uh-huh. Some big news <laughs> that are coming coming out of br- San Antonio, I, I bring Texas. a real story with news items. Yeah. He does. And then Greg and I are just going to it's fill the rest good. of the time with jokes and bits. Goof, goof. <laughs> yeah. Good. My, 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 yeah, my, my bit is, 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 is definitely... I mean, uh, both of our bits, though, are, are very musically If centered. I knew what yours oh, was, I would have come to your defense, Greg, but I'm in the dark in this one, so... They are quality bits, 100%. We got yes. the best bits. Oh, fantastic um, bits. Sorry, I'm not saying that to denigrate our bits, but Mm-mm. in comparison to Nick's offering, Nick has the... Uh, the real world, you know, news I don't, that everyone comes flocks to. No, he's not. You should check, check it out. To, to I want, I want to who wins though? So, you know, I don't know. With, to be determined. With that out of the way, Mr. Uh-huh. Klein, hi, please. How about some music? What are we like? Four hey, hours now. in right now? That sounds great. <laughs> I got. I um. I was listening to Apple. It just popped on a random song, and I was like, "Who is this?" Okay. And this this track is from 1999. Mm. Classic album, here in music. Off of an album called Jazz Punk by David Fusinski. This song is called Bright Size Life. That's there's on that album. There's only one track that they, they wrote. That actually was a Pat uh, Metheny song. Oh yeah, that's Apparently. like one yeah. of his best favorite. We we we, we talked about that okay. album. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Um, on, the, on the podcast, I I never heard of this guy, but I mean, obviously, it, uh, drummer. I think on this is Zach Danziger, who's not somebody I'm familiar with. But I guess Greg, when I brought him up, you were like, oh, the fuse. So this this guy's. Oh this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. So. My my friend John Lee knew him knew him well. They I think they might have done some stuff at New School together. Fusinski is like a really well known guitar like educator. He's a, he's uh, I believe on the board uh, like the one of the he might run the jazz the jazz guitar department at Berkeley. Oh okay. He's like oh. he's really like up there. He used yeah. to play in this band called Screaming Headless Torsos. Yeah, Screaming Headless Torsos. You okay. heard about them? Okay, yeah. yeah. And that, that's with JoJo Mayer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. On drums, who now has a band called Nerve. Mm-hmm. 
which is so you hear that drum and bass influence, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, Fusinski is a bad, bad boy, and he was coming to DC once. And John, my buddy, was like, "I'm getting a lesson with him." You know, we're homies, but every now and then I like to pick up a lesson. Um, and I was like, "Can I get one too?" And he was like, "I'll ask him." So he was staying in a hotel, and I I, uh, I paid him like eighty bucks and sat down in his hotel room for like an hour or so and he showed me some stuff he introduced me to microtonal oh wow um, okay which you know now it's like king gizzard does you know yeah and i remember kind of having my mind really expanded by that he also showed me some really crazy like stretchy pentatonic patterns that i'm still working on Mm -hmm. but you know are great he he's a fantastic player and very serious guy. I remember it was funny. I'll never forget, like, because we did the lesson, and I was like, "Oh man, it was just, it was such a great, uh, it was really great meeting you." And uh, I'll catch you at your gig t- later. And thanks again, man. And I like, I got up and I started to leave, and he's like, uh, "Aren't you forgetting something?" And I was like, "What? Oh, and I like, I'd forgotten to pay him." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really, I was kind of embarrassed, you know. But at the same time, I was like. No, like I had every intention of paying you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just kind of like you. You had me thinking about microtonal. <laughs> like, I'm not like I wasn't there. But that's great that you. Thank you for for playing that track. I'd never heard that his take on Brightside. Yeah, Life. that's a cool one. It's very cool. I that's might cool. I might check out that album now. Yeah, jazz punk. Yeah, very cool. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry, the, year 2000, not 99. But um, okay. So that was that's my music selection. I found this article. Actually, I read this first on the Times, but. I found a, a better version, I think, uh, of this article. Basically, there's a bit of a, a... People are a little upset right now. San Antonio has just become the largest U.S. city without an orchestra, um, as the San Antonio Symphony has has completely shut shut its doors. Um, mm. They had had a... Damn. They basically had to do some serious budget cuts about a year ago. They cut their orchestra down from 72 to, I think, about 54 and then they also cut their pay by a third. Hmm. Um, and basically the musicians went on strike. And rather than resolve the, the labor dispute, they decided the, the board of the symphony decided to go ahead and shut the doors. So the article that I'm going to link to in the, in, in the, in the, um, in the show notes is, is from uh, sanantoniareport.org, so news source out in San Antonio. And it makes the point, which I think is, is an interesting one, that the, the annual budget for the symphony... Is between five and six million. Um, mm-hmm. The average salary of a San of a San Antonio Spur is like six million, mm-hmm. or six and some change, or something like that. So, like, you could theoretically, you could not not that it would need to be like you take you need to get rid of a spur, but like you could theoretically, with the cost of one San Antonio Spur, have this as a fully funded organization. But my real question, as I read it, and 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 initially felt with you know my, re- my initial reaction is this is really a shame. But it made me think, we've never really done a defense of classical music. Or do we? Mm. Is there a defense of classical music? Like, mm. does this matter? Does it matter mm. that, 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 like, should there be this, this? And if so, why? Yeah. That was my, that was, that was what I thought we could talk about briefly before we move on to fun, fun bits. Well, if I could jump in. Please. I mean, I, <laughs> I was afraid you were going to bring up the whole, him talking about the cost of one San Antonio Spur being the same as the cost of an orchestra for a year, which is, you know, I, I don't doubt that that's true. But, I mean, it's not a fair... One San Antonio Spur also drives more revenue for the city 
Right, than right. The I mean, it's does not a fa- in probably ten it, years. They come from completely different revenue sources, so 100%. it's not really a fair thing to say. Nope, it's not, but it is an interesting point. It is an interesting point, and it should put things into perspective a little bit. You know, yes. the fact that you can fund an entire sympathy, sim- sympathy, Sym- sim- symphony, symphony, right, uh, for the cost of one person for a year. I mean, is kind of remarkable. You know, and it brings up a whole bunch of questions that I don't think we want to get into about, you know, what our priorities are as a society these I, days, yeah, I, you actually, know, especially in urban that's centers. Why, that's why I really wanted it to go the, 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 the classical as, music route. But as far as, like, you know, classical music, I, I, you know, I've seen, gone to see the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra a number of times, and uh, every time I've seen it, it's been a transcendent experience and something that I would recommend anybody go to do. Um, especially if you've never seen like an orchestra in a you know a, a fine concert setting, I, I would say it's a bit like having an art museum. You know, it is a luxury. Mm-hmm. It's not um, something that everyone's going to be able to enjoy, but I think it's a worthwhile endeavor. And any kind of any kind of music funding, I think, is worth doing. I also think it's a goddamn shame that the quality of players that are in any orchestra, whether it's San Antonio or New Windsor, Connecticut, mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. matter where, you know, the, the the level of musicianship that's required to be in any of these orchestras is worth well more than what they're being paid. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but that's just like public teachers, you know, it's whatever we pri- decide to prioritize. Mm-hmm. So I just, so I think that's a shame, but to your question on whether or not it's a worthwhile endeavor, yes, I think it is. Okay. Greg, how yeah. do you feel? What's, what's, I what, mean, is classical music important? Well, look, I've, I've barely dabbled in that world I, I can't say that i've been to see the symphony a lot of times and i've also haven't worked on the other side of that at you know in the symph- in the mm-hmm. symphony mm-hmm. but there was one time where i did work with the kansas city symphony and one thing that was frustrating about it is that it's very union mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. and it's very it's it's um th- these people were like you know they wouldn't work another another minute yeah that they weren't supposed well, they're to. They're not allowed. Right. Uh, that might be, you know, again, this is like what I'm, what I'm trying to say. I don't understand the whole yeah. schematics of it, but it just seemed, um, uh, I don't know. It just didn't, to me, feel like, it's like, does this deserve, does this want to be? <laughs> it, there, there, there was a pompousness about it, mm-hmm. uh, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that, I mean, like, if you want class, you hear cl- live classical music, this is what you require. You know, you need, like, great players who are organized and all show up at the same time. You can't have, like, mm-hmm. the violas showing up an hour later. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it all has to come together, and it requires a big budget. And it is, you know, I, I do appreciate the comparison to, like, the one Antonio Spur because... You know, that's always been kind of, uh, you know, when we were when, back when we were at Maryland, it's like, oh, they just put all this money into the new sports know, arena, the, um, the new sports yep. arena. And meanwhile, like the jazz ensemble that I'm playing with, like we can't even afford like a rental van to go to to, to go to like the jazz band competition in D.C., <laughs> which is like right. three miles down the road. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we and like we can't take Ubers or anything yet. You know, it's uh-uh. just like. Had like the, the crummiest van. It's you know, tough like, to get vibes on the metro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like you know, I remember being in the math classes and the desks. I'm like, this desk has been here since like 1978. You know, like, some of those are brutal, man. Yeah, you know. And then like you go to the business school and it's just like flat screens in the, the hallway, yeah. and you're just like, what? Like the disparity. You know. Yeah. So 
that kind of stuff has bugged me my whole life, you know, about like how mm-hmm. the arts get kind of, they're the first ones to get canned and sports, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but meanwhile, I, I, I like watching sports, you know, right. <laughs> I probably watch more sports than I do listen to classical music, you know, so I, I'm guilty of that. But at the same time, I don't want to take that away. I don't think it should be taken away from people. I think it's, you know, it's really, it is really important and, uh, it's a shame. Yeah. I guess I, I would just follow up on what I was saying. Like, I think it's important to have a, like the institution of a sympathy. Like I'm not promoting, white person classical music from the 18th century necessarily like i think that's important too but i think having the platform of a organized group of musicians highly professional and qualified Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. able to play anything Mm -hmm. is a very important institution to have i think that it should be representative of a wide i think it should be the platform to play a wide variety of music wider than Mm -hmm. what is what is typically seen in a typical symphony orchestra like you see the bso now and their version of like branching out is like playing symphonic versions of Led Zeppelin and the Beatles. Or they, you know? well, no, BSO, <laughs> the BSO did actually a really cool thing, which, which, I mean, there's a ton of people that I, that I knew that went down to see when they did, they do this thing once a year where they'll, they'll play the score to a movie while yeah. the, while the movie's like playing. I think they did like all the Harry Potter movies at one point. Yeah, so they'll like, and- they'll play the score live while you actually get to watch the movie. That's very like, cool. Which very is which cool. is a pretty neat incorporation. Very cool, and get and a good way to get people to hear the power of an orchestra. Mm-hmm. You know, in a in power a of an context orchestra, and, and like, to experience that movie in like a new way. If that's how it gets them there, yeah. Right, but they could also be highlighting, you know, Afro-Cuban music or mm-hmm. you yep. know, Japanese classical music or mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different styles. So I just think it's important to have that platform there, and I think it's, you know, it's one of those things that like, yeah, is is it driving a bunch of revenue into the city? No. But is it important to have that institution is it, in the is city? Is the point of I it think. to drive revenue? It shouldn't be, right. in my opinion. Right. But no, it's about, I'm, it's a, about, I'm a crazy socialist you know. liberal. So no, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It's, uh, there's, there's something, I'm just kind of thinking about this a little bit. It does, there, there's, there's really interesting like emotional transitions that happen in those movements that I don't know that we get from like popular music and also just just the music education that comes out of it I think because oftentimes those those members of the symphony are also doing you know like education programs in the local schools and sure so it's also a great way to see somebody with that real instrument you know come into the classroom to do a demonstration or whatever it is um, yeah. just to keep it exposed so that it's not you know I've I've heard of a french horn but I don't know where they are or how you how you Well do exactly that. if you're teaching kids that it's really important that they learn music in schools but then they never see a bassoon in real life, you know, or a mm-hmm. flute in real life, right. you know, like, uh, what's the point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is, it is, um, it's a lot to take in when you see an orchestra. Yeah, it's, it's kind of magical when, when all, that many people are, pl- like, play together and, and, and watch the conductor. Yeah, it's, it's something else. Well, sorry to see the uh, San Antonio Symphony um, yeah. dissolve. I, who knows, maybe the buzz around the story will... We'll have some sort of resurgence. Yeah, maybe down maybe, the road. maybe it'll gradually come back. Yeah, let's hopefully hope so. we can hope. Thought it was a interesting topic we hadn't touched yet. So appreciate yeah, your right thoughts. On. All right, on to the fun. Well, <laughs> Gregorius, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, uh, let's let's play some music here. Uh, mm-hmm. This is an older song by someone named King Floyd. King Floyd. King um, Floyd. Yeah, King Floyd. It's a song called Please Don't Leave Me. Check this out. It's like some old R&B. 
part that last part yeah you guys recognize that I, i've heard that in a different context oh is that a sample like... is this a sample well, that got used to maybe oh, man i didn't know there was gonna be a trick already yeah they, they, i don't i know what it is play that wu-tang joint oh you know which one i'm talking about for heaven's sake oh yeah 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 one two one two it's, wait, it's, it's coming it's coming Hey, there it is. All yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, you got to meet King Floyd's helium. Hey, yo, my raps that swing like Willie Mays. My eyes purple haze. My solar rays are burned through shades. Okay. Okay. Oh man. Okay. So check this out, man. So I have a, I have an idea for a new bit now. What we got? Let's see, sample, ample samples. Ample samples. Ample samples. Samples. <laughs> yeah. You got ample, <laughs> yeah. Let's do it, man. Ample samples. Ample samples. You That's so funny because Greg sent me this whole list of samples to, to pull. We're talking about. We're just. I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. Oh, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> just, just well, we, you, okay. You sent me one email with the with the King Floyd track in it, and yes, I played yes, it, and I was like, you. "What the hell could be sampling this? Like, what on what on earth song could?" There's not a section in there with like a drum break. Mm-mm. There's not like right, what? Right, right, what? And then once I heard the the Wu Tang song, I was like, oh god, yeah, oh oh geez, oh wow, yeah, yeah, that's, right. That was I, I you know you know me. I like it when we take songs and mess them up. I like mashups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when I like when some when people take a major a major key song and make it in a major minor. minor. Yeah, yeah, major minor, mi- major, minor, major, minor, major. <laughs> yeah, but this is um, you know sampling is something that is kind of controversial in a way because some people are like well is it really art mm-hmm. to take are they thing? are there are they creating the music or are they yeah. just stealing it? yeah right right and i don't know maybe this will help us dig into it a little bit more i believe that there are certain people who are like really amazing like their level of craftsmanship when it comes to doing this kind of thing is mm-hmm. just unbelievable no doubt um another example came to mind I, i'm going to play you the original first and then we'll all play you the song that was uh that it was sampled or, or okay. excuse me, I'll play the song that used the sample. Okay. This is a tune by the Jackson Five. Okay. Called All I Do Is Think of You. Are you gonna send it to me now, Greg? Yes, I just sent it to you. Check your email. Okay, great. Let me just uh not, I gotta not, download not, it here and do, uh-huh. just want to keep up this Please ruse. quick, this will be fine. All I do is what? Think of you? All I do is think of you by the Jackson Five. Here we go. Yeah. That electric sitar, baby. Mm. Silk Sonic. Sing it, Mike. I can't 
Okay, so wait, hold on. That, that electric sitar. That, the sitar? That, yeah, that sitar. That's in something. Hang on, Jay, I'm sending you a text. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. God, you were and man, I want, on and this one, too. This, this is one, crazy. I, I, I love this tune. So pl- play me as much of it as you can before we get sued. You got it. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, this is uh, Jay Dilla time, the donut of life. All right. I just got it. Here we go. There comes a time Yeah, sorry. That okay. was time the donut donut of the heart. Okay. Um, we 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 did a whole uh, I did a whole segment on that album Jay Dilla yeah. Donuts. Mm-hmm. I love that record. The more I listen to it, the more I like it, and that's what really inspired me to want to do uh, ample samples five seconds ago. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, was, the, was the second clip <laughs> inspired? Yeah, clip. yeah exactly. But that's uh, freaking awesome. remember d- d- donuts? You know, he called it he called it donuts, and which are his 45s they look like donuts yeah. you know and you know that that record if you haven't heard it you have to go listen to it and remember that it's just a dude with his 45s and an mpc on his deathbed yeah right you know mm-hmm. at 32 like you mm-hmm. know diagnosed with a rare blood disease and it's the last thing he made and it like got released on his 32nd birthday or something or 33rd birthday or something like that okay. dude was dude was uh, way ahead of his time and I think that we're, like, now is even, like, it's even starting to, listen that, a snowball. Like, the influence is just, like, becoming inescapable. Isn't that crazy? Anyway. 16 years yeah. later. That was episode yeah. 86, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a great record. Because it, it doesn't sound like anything else. Because yeah. here he is. He's chopping stuff up. And mm-hmm. he's chopping, st- like, the big parts. But he's also taking kicks and snares from those songs sampling those and then playing those along with the sample right. that he played right. you know what yeah. i mean and yeah and he's not quantizing it so there is like a performance element of it nice. it's not just like someone in logic right. or pro tools right you right know. lining everything up perfectly so that yeah, like, yeah no it's like a real performance so anyway Super just cool. fascinating stuff to me yeah i'll play i'll, I'll finish up with I've I've been kind of hijacking a, a lot of time here, nah, so like, i'm gonna finish it off with with one one last one thank you nick and um, this is one that <laughs> I remember listening to this and just being like, what is going on? Back in the day, in the 90s. This is a 90s hit. Ooh. Um, well, the, the song, first we're going to play the source of the sample. Yeah. It's okay. hard to talk about this stuff. It's confusing. The original. The source of the sample. Yeah. Yes. So let, 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 let's. You got, you got uh, my fax J- number. Just, yeah, just fax exactly, me over the- Yeah, exactly. I was going to fax you this one. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> And then have your pager ready because Excellent. for the next clip. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Um, so this is uh, actually from hey the King BB King BB King Elvis BB King. How I don't blue think we've can ever you discussed BB King on this oh, podcast man. before? Well, let's you know. Let's correct that. Do we have another three hours? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, we got three more episodes we can cover. Right? Yeah, that's true. How blue? How blue can you get live in Cook County Jail, 1964? Check this out. 
I've been downhearted, baby Ever since the day we met I say I've been downhearted, baby Ever since the day we met You know I'm love but the blues Baby, how blue can you All right, so so Nick Nick's already got his finger on the pulse on this one. Jay, did you get that pager? Uh, you're going to need to... Oh, you, uh, hold on, I got my, my Nokia is still charging here. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, sweet. The, so, the, so now the, the, the title is a little bit long. It's still scrolling across yeah, the right, the yeah. right, right. It's a couple Actually, of pages. Do, 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 does anybody have the, the whole title in front of them? Standing outside a broken phone booth with, with change in my hand? Money in my hand. With quarters uh, in my hand? Something money like in that. my hand, I think. Change. Isn't it change in my hand? No. Change. Uh, it's definitely money. All right. Okay, got it. So this is uh, Primitive Radio, guys. You may you may recognize this. This was kind of a '90s kind of a one-hit wonder. If you know, no offense. No. But I always loved this song. I did. I too. thought it was a very, it was very, very cool, unique vibe. Indeed. God, what a great song. I love that song. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard go. the rest of that album? Is anything else that they ever did? Yeah, you know, I think I did get it. It was one of my Columbia House picks. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, I don't remember any of it. So, that, but you know, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. That's a great song. It really is. And I, I remember hearing that whenever I was a kid and not yeah. just thinking it was like just some old blues guy. I knew it was a sample. But like mm-hmm. just some unknown blues. Like I didn't know it was BB King back in the day. But neither did I. Yeah, it was too, it, like I mean, this is like just before Google, you know. So <laughs> right. I'm sure you could maybe summer maybe in '96. You could ask summer in '96. Yeah, '96. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I guess you could have like, gotten on like Hotbot. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So good stuff. Ample samples. It. Ample samples. Love it. Can I get a vinyl scratch there, Jay? <laughs> there oh, God. <laughs> It'll work. But yeah, here's but the cool th- here's the cool thing, Greg. Uh-oh. Like, we're working in synergy this week. We're working yeah? in synergy this week. Mm. And I hope it continues because, listeners, we forgot to mention this. There is going to be the first ever You Should Check It Out slash Sleepers community jam session going on this thursday as you you guys are listening to this podcast we greg nick jay and kreshmir and maybe even gabe 
are all going to be hunkering what? down in the sleepers bunker, uh, making dude. some music this Thursday. Man, hell yeah! We're taking advantage of the fact no that Greg is on the on the East Coast, and uh, Jay's got vertigo, man. and I've got COVID. Exactly, yeah, it's going to be great. It. We're going to do this. <laughs> oh, I got COVID this weekend. Sorry, Let's I didn't mention that in my recap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have a rare inner ear disorder. Who knew? Yeah. Yep. So. That's a June for you. But to my point. We have synergy going on because I had a goofy bit, which actually has a sample in it Okay. that I would like you guys to get. So Uh-oh. my bit this week is, it, again, ripping off of one of another one of Greg's great bits. It's has got uh, so get, many. It's Guess the Guest. Okay. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot that I haven't even revealed to you guys, dude. I have a long <laughs> <list>. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be playing Guess the Guest. Hello. <laughs> And uh, this is, of course, as you all know, this is this is the game where we play a song that has some guest artists featured on it, one or one or many, and uh, you guys try to guess or tell me who the guest artist is. The, this very first one, I'm actually going to ask you to uh, try to guess the sample too, but I don't think you're oh. going to get that because okay. um, I certainly didn't know it, and it, it's a it's a bit of a rarity. We but, like challenges. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. Here you go. Guess the sample and guess the guest performer. Okay. Coming up. Bust it. Try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad and showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served and you're stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants A girl starts walking, guys start gawking Sits down next to you and starts talking Says she wanna dance cause she likes to groove So come on fat so and just bust the move All right, Greg's got his finger up. I do know the guest performer, I believe. You do? Okay. I do. And that would be? Is it on bass? Correct. Flea. That is Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on bass. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. This blew my mind this week. I found that out just this week from a YouTube video. I'd never known that. What what is the yeah. song, Jay? Who is what's the artist and song? Oh well, uh, if you're not familiar with the track, it's mm-hmm. called "Bust a Move," right? By Young MC, right? A classic of wedding dance floors since about 1993. I think is when the track debuted. Okay. Um, it's when the move yeah. was first busted. When the <laughs> when the moves. Indeed. It might have been 91. I don't know, early 90s. But yeah, that's Flea laying down the bass line after like uh, about 30, 45 seconds into the song. Nice. Now, yep. the the sample that the initial part is taken from. I mean, this is like Boss it. Uh-huh. Bump, I don't bump. It's so vanilla. It's so it's very vanilla. It's very yeah. 70s funk. It's by a name by a band called Ball and Jack. Ball and J- Yep, nope, never would Ball got and that. Jack. 
And the name of the mm. song is called Found a Child. And it's so funny. If you listen to the song, it's like, like the rest of the story. song, is just, it's just kind of like a, just like a the 70s funk song. But then all of a sudden they like break it down for me, fellas. And then they go into that groove and it's like, oh my God, I'm listening to Bust a Move all of a sudden. Because it's just that sample just verbatim. Like everything wow. oh, is so all. They didn't, they didn't tweak it. They didn't speed no it up. No tweaks they didn't pull whatsoever. Out. Okay. Nope. Nope. And until Flea comes in with the bass in about thirty-five seconds, it's just it's just found a child by Ball and Jack. Okay. <laughs> it's really, right. really weird to hear. Yeah. Well. But yeah. Um. One thing. One thing that I I didn't know that about Flea until recently as well. It, I think it was on the Red Hot Chili Peppers interview with Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. Okay. How, Howard brought that up. And Flea mentioned he got paid like 200 bucks or something for it. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> he yeah. also appears in the video. Bust a move. That's did nuts. you know that? I did not. He's in the I've, music I've video. I danced around playing bass. Yep. <laughs> cool. He was he was on the new like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I was show, just gonna so. say. I just we just watched yeah, him on yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. That blew series mind. He's like, that's <laughs> oh really? That's the that's Flea the bassist. And I was like, yeah. What's he doing yeah. there? And I was like, he's yeah. in movies sometimes. Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah. Holly Wood. Yeah. <laughs> Show him back to the future. Oh, yeah. We've seen oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's in that, too. Yeah. There you go. So, Flea gets around. Um, all right. Nice. Yeah, he does. Yes. I got okay. two more for you here. Uh, maybe it. three if you guys are good. Okay. Ooh, um, I'll be good. I'll be good. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> this is a later era Johnny Cash song, and he has a backing band playing with him. This song is called Heart of Gold. Don't know if you guys know it. Yeah, yeah. I want to live, I want to give I've been a miner for a heart of gold It's these expressions I never give That keeps me searching for a heart of gold And I'm getting old me searching for a heart of gold and I'm getting old Well, I'm actually asking Dad to name the backing band. It is a band. Oh, the whole part, part, part of a band. Yeah. But do you know the guitar? I, I will take the guitar player. If you, if you know the guitar player, is it? I'll just make a guess because I have no idea. I, I've never heard this version. It's it's lovely. Thank um, you. The, yeah. Um, I take, synergy. Take, take no credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jay. Thank you. I thought you were the producer on it. <laughs> Is that, was that Rick Rubin producing? Yeah, it was Rick Rubin. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I remember this. And this came out. Hey, you get you get partial credit for that, Greg. Oh, I could have done that. <laughs> it's not like the band, like Robbie Robertson, is it? Ooh, I that's a great that, guess. It, it, and it's no, I have no idea. The, the now that I think about it being the entire band and that it was so straightforward, I was I, the first thing that came to head my mind was the Heartbreakers. But oh, also a great good guess. 
And they definitely did some other stuff with uh, Johnny Cash in that era. Oh, okay. That is actually the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Are That's you kidding Flea me? on bass. <laughs> That's John Frusciante on guitar. That's John Frusciante? And Chad Smith on drums. Wow. How great wow. is that, man? How wow. great is that guitar solo, man? Man. You just blew you know, mind. That's awesome. Dude, I thought you would know that one. I thought you would I know don't, that one. I didn't. I never heard that. That's amazing. I never knew they played with Johnny Cash. That's crazy. Right? Um, Makes sense, though, with a Ruben connection. Yeah. yeah. It does. Good point. But you know, listen, man. I know. I know you got you scoffed a little when I was like, "Fushiante's up there in the all-time list." That that's it's just the all-time list. But no, no, he's he's a fantastic guitar player. And that that yeah. If you listen to that, I had never. I honestly, until today, had never heard that particular track either. But it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, it's just like I think it's like dropped down uh, to like a D standard. Mm. So it's just like a little more. Oh, yeah, to fit with Johnny's timbre. And it's yeah. not like, uh, there's, there's not a lot of extra stuff. It's pretty raw. Yeah, yeah. real yeah. stripped out. Um, yeah. That's great, man. Wow, thanks for sharing that with us. I, yeah. That's the same, That's the tune the Resilient opened with at that oh, yeah? nice. show. Nice. nice. Yeah, the show on Saturday. It's like our warm-up. You know, it's pretty pretty basic, you know, so. Cool. All, All right. right. All right. So we got one more for you here. Okay. This is taking you back. Well, I guess all of these from have been from the 90s. This is going to be another from the 90s here. Okay, let's do it. What a, what a quinky dink. What a coincidence. Here you go. You guys probably know this song, but I'm asking for the guest uh, guitar player Okay. and the guest bass player on this. Ooh. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you. I know the version of me Is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother Cause the love that she gave every day Was a way for the baby Get it up for you to open wide Greg is already cousin, scoffed. Cousin he knows he, he he knows my trick. He knows the 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 jig is up. Uh-huh. Nick, bass player and guitar player, please. I I'll, I'll, I was gonna jokingly say Flea and Dave Navarro, <laughs> but it, it, Flea and and John Trishanti. Oh, Dave Navarro. <laughs> Dave Navarro. Hello. <laughs> it's yeah, Flea and right. Dave Navarro. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I got. I don't know how I got on this. It was it was all because of Bust a Move, because I had no yeah. idea that Flea played bass on that. And so I was like, what the you hell know, I, you play? always hear about Flea playing bass or like cameoing on trumpet or like doing mm-hmm. vocals or being a cameo, having a cameo in a movie. So I just went to his Wikipedia page and you just look at like some of the tracks that he's a, he appears on. I mean, I could have picked fifty other songs. Really, the only challenge that I had in structuring this bit was trying to make it past the second song with some doubt still in mind. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> and once I found the Jan- Johnny Cash song, I was like, ah. I mean, yeah, we got Maybe this. Greg hasn't heard this. 
Fantastic. But yeah, oh, man, they're all man. they're all flea on base. Very versatile player. Great hang, I'm sure. Well, yeah. What can you say? And it's not it, he didn't record it, but he performed like he immediately joined the band afterwards with Taylor Hawkins. That's right. You know, was he was he wasn't the the he's not the drummer we just heard though. That goes to the credit goes to Matt Laug, mm-hmm. someone I don't know very well, but um, seems like he has a he's a fat resume as well. Yeah, but uh, there's a couple funny. Now, now was this just just for, out of curiosity? This would have been this would have been well before One Hot Minute, right? So this is before Navarro joined this the Chili Peppers. This is around not the like same era. Well before, yeah, it's like right around. the Oh, same what, time. it was right around. It's like okay. mid, Mid nineties, ninety four ish. Oh, I think uh, I think Alanis Morissette was ninety five or ninety six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I just lump her still as earlier. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Ninety five, ninety six. Yep. So, so there you go. I had a I had a whole bunch more. There's a bunch of Tom Waits tracks that Flea plays on, but I didn't want to throw those out because I couldn't couldn't a hundred percent verify that it was Flea playing bass on them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to throw out. Mars Volta, De Laus and oh, Conatorium. Yeah, yeah. But I know we've talked about that before, so I thought that was too obvious. But what about Porno for Pyros? You know that Fleet oh, plays yeah. on a couple of Porno Porno mm-hmm. for Pyros with, tracks with, with Navarro, right? With Dave Navarro, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So well, it's, and P- Peter De Stefano actually too. He was like he was the main guitarist in, in that band. Right on. The yeah. other one that I saw that was also with Dave Navarro that I was going to throw out there was a, a track by L.O. Cool J called I Make My Own Rules. Okay. Craig, are you familiar with this? Uh, no, but I, I think I've heard I, Maybe briefly. I'm sure that you have heard it because it's on the Private Parts soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Howard Stern movie. Be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought that would be too easy for you. So. Well, <laughs> have you guys ever seen that movie? I honestly no. haven't. No. You've got to see it, dude. It'll change your life. It really is. It's Changed a great life, movie. Huh? It's wow. amazing. It's a great movie. Yeah, it holds up. Okay. Greg is a huge Stern fan, which is a good. Thing. I am. I, so I, is my dad, and I'm. Well, oh, I didn't you know. know oh, huge. Oh yeah. We. T- I remember talking about yep. it with him yep. at, at the. At I the know. Birch he field. was very excited. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, he was. He had me. He had me in stitches earlier today. I forget what he said. Oh my god. You know, a lot of these bits. You know, that's... Oh, Stern. I'm, I was I'm like, my just, dad? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Your dad's actually just yeah, been hanging out with Stern. earlier, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that audio? Sure. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Following Greg around the country, so, like living in rock power. We want Chili Willy. Awesome. All right. Well, that's yeah. called Guess the Guest, guys. Guess that's all I got. The guests awesome. were the I same. It, it's beautiful. <laughs> hey, a nice take on it, by the way, Jay. Yeah. I like, yeah. I like, how, I like the, 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 uh, the twist there. Thank where you. Where it's flea on every song. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have no idea how, how much my heart just unfolded whenever you guys hadn't heard the Johnny Cash song. I was just like, yeah. yes, I got him. I got him. You got him. You got him. You got us, but hey, now I'm going to guess what? But I'm going to have to go listen it, to when, You know, there, I'll be honest. Dag that did the, the Something about that guitar lick did have a frusciant like a, oh, like a yeah. once you hear it yeah once you know well, no, it's absolutely it, i dismissed it as like no that's silly that wouldn't be that it wouldn't make any sense it's, it's... <laughs> i i didn't pick up on that at all you would think i would but that's how, but that's how much of a chameleon he is you know like yeah. he can but he does have that noodle like his slow noodle that he does or, yeah i mean you mm. freaking know um i guess but you know but you're just imagining johnny cash so it's hard it's hard to picture like then like map like for Sean mm-hmm. behind him I was just thinking an older band yeah that, that, I think that's that's what that's what that's what threw me off yeah you know, not, that, so not that down. the Chili, Pe- Chili Peppers are old now but you know 
I was thinking like more classic rock, uh-huh. you know. Very cool, guys. But, uh, well, thank you so yeah. much. Good job, it's been Jay. a good time. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> Very Greg, good. why don't you tell the fine Yo. folks how to get in touch with us should they choose to do so? All right. Well, you can find us online at you should check it out.com. Send us an email at yscipodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, our Twitter handles at should check. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever podcasts are listened to. Leave us a review. And as always, tell a friend you should check it out. Damn, Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Another one in the books. On we to 151 it. next week. We did it. Hang with 150, us. 150, man. Yeah, baby. That's a big one. Yeah, good good work, everybody. Indeed. Indeed. Stay tuned for uh, the uh, sleepers slash Loman crossover <laughs> hit that's sure yeah. to come. Hey. Well, well, wait, Jay, 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 before, before you start, it's like it's a typical sleepers rehearsal, and then you hear, uh... I didn't even, I didn't even come to the door. <laughs> There's no bell. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, inst- I, I installed a bell before, earlier. Oh, of course. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right, boys. We're well, looking forward awesome. to it, Heck and, yeah. uh... All of those of you out there in podcast land, we'll see you back here next week. See ya. Have a good one. Later.